There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. It's no news to any of you as I prepare to read another one of my ESPN FC columns for you all. Hello, socios. Thanks for being there. It's no news to any of you how passionately I feel about La Liga. It was the driving reason for me moving to Spain. I've been head over heels with it since the early 90s, although my first visit to Spain came 10 years earlier than that. Football in Spain instantly in 1982 seemed to me to be a good idea. Heat, the passion, the noise, the bar arguments, the football-obsessed newspapers, the idea that football could divide a country, not just a city, all these things. But I hope over the years that you and I have been talking, even though I'm deeply passionate, I really, truly love La Liga's football, Spain's brand of football. I hope over the years that we've known each other, I've tried to be honest and realistic. And every now and again, you'll I'll work on or I'll be watching a match from Spain's Primera División where it could be a little bit more full of flair or daring. There are matches like that in every league around the world and I won't be one of those PR men who says that everything is good because that's not true. But the broad panoply, I think, is that we still see outstanding strategy, outstanding tactics in the league. I still think that we see some of the world's great players often not just clustered together in the same league, but on the same football pitch or sometimes in the same squad. I believe genuinely that we see masters of the art of football. And while temporarily with the financial rules that are in place, imposed by La Liga to try and save the, the health of all clubs, involved in the Premier Division, while temporarily Spain may be vulnerable to clubs with far bigger budgets coming in and pinching players like just happened with Casemiro. Nonetheless, I still genuinely believe that we, week in, week out, watch excellence that is uplifting. And that was the case this weekend. I'm not going to pick on all the matches, but there were two in a row which followed a gem of a performance by Real Madrid. I thought that the way in which Madrid got to grips with Celta Vigo and then went toe-to-toe with them absolutely exemplified the reason that clubs like Celta might have one or two nice players and a host of worker bees around them. Yet, if they try to play open, if they try to play toe-to-toe to Real Madrid, then generally they'll be picked off. And Chacho Caldet's tactical approach against them at Balaidos was naive, but the way in which Madrid smashed them second half was 
was gorgeous to watch. In particular, Modric. Fantastic. Chalmeny did really well. I don't retract any of my predictions that Madrid's midfield over the course of a season will horrendously miss Casemiro. And that was never meant as a put down to either Camavinga or Chalmeny. Still less to Modric or Cruz because they are what they are. They can't turn back the clock. They're of a certain age. They have certain miles in the tank. But when they click and when Chalmeny is given as much space as he was by, for example, Renato Tapia having one of the most horrible nights the Peruvian has displayed in La Liga since joining Celta, you get a lopsided match, but one where it was gorgeous to watch what particularly Modric was doing. By Sunday night, um, I was lucky enough to be co-coms on Villarreal against Atletico Madrid, which was stunning, and I'm going to talk about it in a minute. Followed up by La Real, really putting Barcelona through the ringer in the first half, I thought. I thought when Xavi spoke to Jamie Easton of La Liga Television post-match, he gave out a view which I, th- I think was... Probably one which suited him, suited the club, was aimed at the fans and the players, rather than one which was brutally honest. But second half, Barcelona so clicked, particularly after Xavi's subs. Subs he should have probably made earlier, but nonetheless, when he made them, they they tipped the balance in particular. And the standout click was between Ansu Fati on the left and Robert Lewandowski celebrating his birthday with a couple of goals. Look, this this chat with you, this column reading, is not principally about Real Madrid or Barcelona at all. But if you haven't seen either the highlights from those matches or the goals from those matches, please try to. They were they were special, both of them. Barca, if you didn't know, ended up 4-1 winners at uh, La Real, having looked in the first half as if they would lose. But the game which sent me into raptures before I cycled the eight kilometres home at high speed, getting there just in time to see Barca kick off at Anoeta, was Atletico hosting Villarreal. I didn't set out to write about Villarreal. I had it in mind that this was a moment to talk about Spain's principal strikers. But Unai Emery, never having defeated a Cholo Simeone side in his coaching career before, reproduced precisely the tactical plan which Villarreal used in Turin to beat Juventus 3-0, having drawn 1-1 at home at the Madrigal La Ceramica um, in the first leg. And it was rope-a-dope. It was playing around the back with the ball, looking as if they were just playing a, a, a lazy Sunday afternoon friendly where they weren't that interested in running. They were just knocking the ball about at the back tempting Atleti to come in, not time-wasting, but but basically frustrating Atleti, making them do intemperate things, making them make decisions that they that eventually might cause cracks and creaks. They, it did. Atleti were very slow. In fact, basically until Griezmann didn't come on, didn't press, didn't try to break through into spaces, didn't run at VRL. It was a very poor reaction to Emery's strategy by Cholo Simeone. And the rope adopt work. In the end, there was a mistake by Molina, the new Argentinian right back uh, at Atleti. Jeremy took advantage of that. And of course, the next thing, we've all seen it before, when Atleti are pressing, the crowd are roaring, thinking it's an equaliser at least. Very nearly it was. 
had it not been for Geronimo Rulli. Bosch, Villarreal go on two, three really good counter-attacks where they've got superiority of numbers. Only one of them is converted, but in the end, Pedraza's run leads to Gerard Moreno scoring. And it's 2-0. It was a monstrously clever, brilliantly executed piece of work by Villarreal. It's, it's easier, I think, to come up with a strategic plan, particularly repeat one that you know has worked before in similar circumstances against Juventus and Turin. But it's far harder to get players to execute your, execute your strategy to the letter. And Unai Emery got that from his yellow Submariners. Brilliant win, again, if you haven't watched it. Try and go and watch the whole 90 minutes. What it gave me was a platform to talk about two of the strikers who'd been on display that day, Gerard Moreno and Alvaro Morata, principally Morata. But Ansu Fati's performance in Anoeta meant that he had to be included, at least mentioned, in the column. But this, in the end, is what I wrote for ESPN FC. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ansu Fati, Gerard Moreno, Alvaro Morata are three strikers who, if they have a special month, are sufficiently talented to inspire Spain to winning the World Cup this winter. It's just over 90 days until La Roja kick-off against Costa Rica and Doha, a month until Spain play Switzerland in their penultimate pre-World Cup warm-up. All of which means that Luis Enrique's already hawkish attention to detail will be at DEFCON 1 right now, regarding his potential squad members' form, behaviour and fitness. When these three men, who could feasibly line up together in a 4-3-3 formation for Spain in Qatar, Ansu left, Morata centre-forward and Moreno on the right, when these three men had distinctly different experiences for the clubs this weekend, Spain's boss will have been drawing important conclusions. Ansu started as a sub, but scored and assisted in a startlingly good cameo role during Barcelona's 4-1 win over Real Sociedad. Moreno worked like a Trojan against Atletico and scored in the 97th minute to seal three points on a night when, previously, everything he touched turned to mould. The Villarreal forward was creaky, cranky and out of tune <laughs> until he scored. Morata, on the face of it, is the one who got nothing from his Sunday night exploits. No win, no goal, no assist. No palpable returns for the decent shift he put in trying to dent Villarreal's tremendously disciplined and frustrating defensive organisation. However, Spain's hard-nosed, deeply idiosyncratic coach absolutely does not judge on result only. On Sunday night, Morata was in a direct head-to-head battle with Moreno, and I'm willing to bet that the 29-year-old actually did enough to advance his claim to remain Spain's starting centre-forward. 
so long as he's fit. Admittedly here, the stats are on my side. Morata has started 17 of the last 21 Spain matches for which he's been available and played in 20 of them. This fellow who has 26 goals in 56 internationals, put efforts on target, linked well with João Felix and pressed his yellow-shirted opponents. Meanwhile, long before Villarreal opened the scoring and before Moreno added that late second goal, the Yellow Submarine's saturnine, talented, tough-minded attack leader was having a bad day at the office. Lashing out at mishit volleys, pretty badly mistiming a diving header, then heading up and onto the bar when he should really have scored before inexplicably choosing to punch the rebound into the net rather than just stooping down properly and heading the ball past Jan Black. Typically, however... Gerard Moreno was still on the pitch with seconds left in order to profit from a terrific Pedraza counter-attack and to bury Villarreal's winner. Some might say that's the difference between these two men. Morata, sparky, diligent, aerially good, a regular scorer, but too easygoing, too light-hearted to be the kind of hard-nosed, win-at-any-cost goal-grabber that Moreno most certainly is. The junior partner in this equation, Ansu, is literally a phenomenon. There'll be lots of time pre-World Cup to analyse him and appreciate that after some of the most brutal luck with injuries, operations and recuperation, he genuinely looks as if he's back. Big time. And, yes, nobody should ignore Ferran Torres, Dani Olmo, Mikel Oyarzabal, may he be fit soon, Jeremy Pino or Pablo Sarabia either. But Morata is clearly in pole position. His CV glitters. Madrid, Chelsea, Atletico, Juve. 19 medals. Yet, I know, some will argue that all that glitters isn't gold. Morata has consistently had to bounce around from club to club, seeking approval, seeking a home. But in the process, I think he's changed radically. We're talking about somebody who's won the title in Italy and Spain, who's played in three Champions League finals, scored in one of them, won the other two, been European champion with Spain at two different age categories, tournament top scorer each time, yet there will be many doubting that he can propel Luis Enrique's team to the big one in Qatar. Murata's happy-go-lucky, baloo-the-bear nature, his big-kid-made-it-good personality, might have hindered him being the best version of himself as a footballer. Now, though, he's come through a brutal back injury, serious mental anguish, he's happily married, a dad to three kids, plus, crucially, he spent years training every day up against Giorgio Chiellini, Leonardo Bonucci and Gigi Buffon. No quarter asked or given there. No longer is this the guy who was happy just to be along for the ride. Maturity might have come late to Morata, but he's there. Partly thanks to a few successful experiments with psychologists. Notably, Joaquin Valdez, who's been Luis Enrique's right-hand man wherever he's coached. 
Last summer, at the height of the abuse he was taking at the hands of stupid, intemperate Spain fans, and yes, you can hear the inverted commas there, Morata explained about Valdez, he's been a great help, and we don't just talk about football. Players are simply human beings, with our own fears and insecurities, many of which have nothing to do with our profession. It's good to have people around you that you can talk to and who can help. We take our bodies to the gym. We use specialist physios to be in peak condition. We're scientific about diet. Why shouldn't we attempt to train the brain? One of Morata's most common themes is the disparity between football as a career and the way that other professions evolve and are constructed. He argues, one of the unfortunate things is that in other professions, you do your university studies, then masters, and just as you hit your late 20s or early 30s, it's when you're professionally mature, but the rest of your career still lies in front of you. For us, once you hit your mid-30s, that's when people start to consider you as old and past it. During the last European Championships, the ones that were delayed for a year, the distasteful rubbishing of his abilities and character reached such a level that he was struggling to want to get out of bed, not keen to leave my hotel room until teammates or a conversation with my wife helped bring me out of that. Recently, Morata told Men's Health that complicated personal moments help teach you to put everything in context. I look around the situations in many countries around the world and I can accept that losing a match or missing a chance are important, but only to a certain extent. Football connects to the emotions of so many people that if things aren't going well, it's hard for them to remember we're only human beings. We need to remember we're healthy, we're lucky to be doing what we do, and we have our families to go home to. That's what really matters in life. Now, be sure about this. There's no charity feeling from his national team coach simply because Morata is likeable, open, honest, and coming to the sweet part of a personal journey to plenitude. Of course, it's imperative he continues the form and attitude that he's shown not only against Villarreal, but in scoring a hat-trick against Juve in the last pre-season friendly, how sweet that was, then two more against Getafe on match day one. However, this man is in pole position, partly because he's fully signed up to the Luis Enrique philosophy. He says, all the boss asks of me is to give absolutely everything until I've got no energy left, and then raise my arm and ask to come off. That's fundamental. He demands a kind of link play from me to help us pass out from the back. And frankly, I've adapted to a style which no team I've ever been in has used. I think it's time for Spain fans to get switched on to the fact that something great is coming. We've got good players, and if we feel criticised instead of supported, then it'll be harder for us all to achieve something truly great. Mature Morata, in my opinion. Finally. Sit 
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.